everyone, and thanks for joining me on my Profit with a Plan podcast. This is where you can get some great ideas to create your most profitable self and small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't always for those that have a lot of money or run big companies. A workable financial plan is for us everyday small business owners and professionals that want to keep more of our hard-earned money and make good financial decisions. So join me, Marcia Reiner, your certified financial planner and professional financial strategist each Tuesday for smart ideas that can add more profits to your bottom line. I typically work with successful entrepreneurs who are working their ass off every day. Does sound familiar? Investing everything they have into their businesses only to feel that although they may be making good money, they don't have a lot to show for it. Thinking that they will be okay since they don't um, work for a big company with a big pension or retirement. They're self-employed small business owners after all. I help them structure plans so that they are confident and know for sure that they are financially on track for continued growth that will support a sustainable business and most importantly, the lifestyle they so deserve and want for themselves and their family. If you happen to know anyone who might be curious about them, send them my way and share my podcast. So let's get on with uh, our podcast for today. So our podcast for today is You Spent What? On What? So it's all about spending. I thought we'd have a little fun with it. Um, So to begin with, let's talk about what type of spender you are. There's several types of spenders, and um, we're all a little bit of all of them, but more importantly, I'd like to know what you resonate truly with. The first one is cheap, right? Okay, uh, we think about everything that we're doing. We don't want to spend any money. I'm a do-it-yourselfer. Uh, I go out and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to spend money to make money. Uh, I'm not going to spend money to improve things. I'm just going to only when it absolutely needs to be spent will I spend it. I'm super cheap. Is that you? Now, that's not a bad thing, but is it you? So, again, we all have a little bit of this in in each of us. So those cheap people um, need to come to terms with their lovingly cheapness, which we all can be cheap at times. I'm cheap. Um, sometimes. And we need to put that into perspective of how we run our business. And are we putting money where money needs to be spent? Um, or are we just trying to make it on as little as possible and 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 keep the profits in, in that line? So the cheapers are really um, a good person to have on the team, but it's not the only way to be a spender. So the second type of spender is is a coupon spender. They're always looking for a deal. Um, they're, they they spend, but they look for they they shop like crazy. Um, they they go and they um, interview or or shop four different um, mentors, or they shop four different suppliers, or they're making sure when they buy an airline ticket that they've got the best possible price on that ticket. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just being in the mindset and understanding that you are a coupon person 
And coupon people are great because they're getting things, they're getting great deals. But do they make the right decision? Um, There's often that coined phrase, you get what you pay for. So not always. You can always get a deal. And I'm a fan of getting a deal. But if you you, um, give up the quality for the price that you paid, then you may not be doing the best thing for yourself and your business. So again, coupon people are a great part to have on your team. Um, It may even be you. uh, But making sure that we understand that thought process and and how how we spend our money. So the third type of spender that you could be, and there's many, many more, but um, how about a dreamer? Um, a dreamer is someone who thinks, okay, so if I, if I buy this stock, uh, it's going to go up tenfold. Uh, if I um, put my money on this uh, new product or this solution, uh, it's going to, it's going to win a lot, or it's going to make me a lot of money. Or maybe that dreamer says, well, I'll get there someday, you know, and it would be nice, but maybe they don't take action at all. So a dreamer can be a a combination of a lot of things, but this dreamer uh, sees things and can visual or, or can be a visionist and, and a great person again to be a part of your team or even yourself. But they don't necessarily think through or analyze the decisions that they're making. They just make the decision or they don't make the decision because they're too busy dreaming about it. So those are uh, that. That's another uh, type of spender. The fourth type of spender that I'm talking about today, and again, there's many more of them, is the big spender. They're putting on a front constantly saying, I'm going to pay for dinner for all 20 of you tonight, and I'm going to throw money at this. And they talk a lot about it, and uh, they're always they're always putting on that that game or that that bright, shiny jacket to show that they're a big spender. Uh, these big spenders can be good for your business, but they can also be a big challenge for your business is that they could spend money without thinking on it or spending it just because it's a name, which is a little bit opposite of the coupon spender because the coupon spender uh, will shop uh, and avoid a good quality name where the big spender may be, I'm going to buy the label when they could have maybe bought the... um, the uh, the non-label or the um, generic brand of the same thing and still get some tremendous value. So thinking about the type of spender you are can affect your plan. And because we're always talking about financial plans here, it's really important to understand what it is that you are as a spender and how we can maybe balance all four of those Uh, types of um, spenders into yourself. It's good to be cheap sometimes. It's always good to get a good price on something. And it's great to be a dreamer and spender, uh, but it's in big spender, but it's nice to be balanced, to have a little bit of everything and to think you're spending through. So I challenge you and I, um, I'm working on a quiz. I don't have it yet, but I've had a few people that have quizzes that I could probably steal from. 
Um, but I'd like you to think about really what kind of spender you are and how you can create that balance in your life. So the next thing that uh, I'd like to talk about is uh, understanding your spending habits and why they're so important to your plan. So we know in a financial plan, there's balance, right? So we're balancing um, the in-go with the out-go or the income with the spending. And we're trying to make good, solid decisions with it. So when we're looking at the, the income that we have, um, we know that we're bringing in some certain amount of money. And then we're spending against that money. So your spending will definitely impact your income uh, the most important because you are, you are constantly bringing in and trying to create that balance. So spending is the one part of this that you can really make a, a difference with. So how you're spending impacts that income is going to be dollar for dollar. Income in, spending out, and that's important. And so that's why we're, we're talking about this in such detail today about your spending habits and, and how those habits uh, affect the plan. So what I'd like you to think about is sweating the small stuff. The small stuff is the daily spending that you do um, every day. And when we're in a business, it could be the daily spending on um, uh, expendables that we have in our company, you know, such as paper or, you know, coffee or, you know, whatever it is that we have. I want you to think about those little things because those add up so much more. And when we're planning for our spending, um, people always forget about the little stuff. Uh, in our personal life, it's, it's again, those coffees, we, I'm a Starbucks junkie, but our coffees or maybe the vending machine, or maybe even something as little as paid lunches versus brown bag lunches, or it could be, um, saving on gas and combining multiple trips in, in your day and strategizing and planning out your day when you're calling on your clients, um, instead of, uh, you know, spending that extra gas, you could plan it out. So you're hitting three clients in the same area that day, or you could not go out and visit those clients and have a zoom call, or you can, you know, be face to face with that client on a phone versus, or a video versus physically getting to their office to call on them. So thinking about those little things every day, can have a huge effect on your plan. When I talk about planning with folks and I ask them to go through my get financially organized section, and by the way, um, I'm giving away my get financially organized workbook today. So if you go visit me on bellafinancialgroup.com or you hit me up on the, the link here, um, on this podcast, you'll get my financially organized workbook, which is step number one to everything I do. And part of that is looking at your spending 
and and going through not just the big things such as your um, rent or lease, and it's not just looking at your uh, employee costs and and your utilities and and all the hard fixed items that that occur every month no matter what. That's easy to budget for. It's the little stuff. It's the little tweaks. It's the little pieces that you spend on every day, every week, every month that we have um, that really puts a dent in a plan because that's not often factored in. So I want you to really sweat the little stuff and, and think about that. So um, understanding your spending habits, um, I'm always talking about getting a return on your investment. And I use that term always, not sometimes or occasionally, but always. So every dollar you spend in your business should have a return on an investment. So if you're spending on marketing, you should be getting new clients from that marketing, or it's a waste of your marketing dollar. Now, it doesn't have to be the same day, but you need to have a timeline with it. When you hire an employee, that employee should increase the profitability of your company because they're A, creating more of you to handle more clients, or they're taking something off of your plate so you could focus more on the clients. So having a return on that investment is something that you always want to consider when you're spending your hard-earned money in your business specifically. Even in your personal life, you know, you got to have your investment could be a um, uh, an enjoyable evening or an experience, but you're getting some sort of return on that investment. And that's why it's so important. So understanding your spending habits using uh, the income to spending ratio and, and how it's affecting your entire plan, you know, it's something really simple. Money in, money out equals some left over. Not zero balance, but even if you're looking and adding the sum left over, it should balance out. But spending and making sure that, that you're not spending every single thing you've got and then some, that's, that's going to blow up any plan that you have. So again, spending those uh, important, the, blah, 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 get my mouth to work here, having those important pieces, the, the spending in, uh, versus income ratio, sweating the little stuff, and always having an ROI. So there's a few things that, that we can control in our life. Very few things. We can't control the weather. We can't control what happens, what other people do. We can really only control what we do. So what we do is we spend. And so if we, if we can control our spending, we can make a bigger impact on our financial balance sheet and our bottom line, and which leads to our profits. So I, I employ you to really focus on that that thing that we can control, which is our spending. We can also control our income by some point, you know, by doing more to increase the income. But we should have that balance going on. 
So giving us, I'm a control freak, yes, I admit it. Uh, as a control freak, we try and control things that we can control or can't control, but more importantly, we should work on the things that we can control. And spending is the biggest thing that we can control and thinking about what we're spending. So I ask my clients when they come to me to begin a spending log. Um, a lot of people don't like it because it's reality slapping them in the face. Sometimes it's a baseball bat hitting them on the back of the head because they don't really realize what they spend. But I ask them to keep a log. And this allows you to open your eyes about your spending your habits, and will give us tools that we can go back and start controlling that. So that log is essential. The log can be done in a notebook. It could be done in a spreadsheet. It could be done just in, in any form that you can keep a log. But that log should be very, very detailed, penny detailed, and what it's for. So it goes back to the budgeting um, line. If you can keep a log, and that log may take three months or six months to be able to get to a position where you can truly analyze your spending habits because there may be more times uh, or, or more things that come in your way one month than other months. But keeping a log, and on that log, it should have daily spending. It's easy to do it as you spend. So if you keep a little log in your phone or a journal in your phone or you're taking photos of your receipts, uh, it's a great tool to have. But you need to have a log of everything you spend and put it into its right spot. Your accountant will love you if you can do this. Um, but even more importantly, your financial advisor, your financial planner will love you if you could do this, and you'll begin to see the true value of what that log will bring you. So in that log, I want you to list everything that you spend on. I put uh, $53.47 worth of gas in today. Uh, I spent uh, $1.29 at the gas station for a uh, Kit Kat bar, <laughs> whatever. You know, um, I spent on coffee. Now, yeah, you could probably round it up or round it down, but don't just guess, oh, I spent about 50 bucks this week on essentials. You know, list it out because the more detailed and granular you could get, the better we can analyze. Um, so that log is incredibly valuable and you should categorize what you're spending that on. Was that for essentials? Was that for healthcare? Was that for marketing? Was that for uh, employee? Was that for rent? Was that for uh, meals and entertainment? Was that for a client project? You know, so some of us do work um, for clients and we have to keep tally of that as well. But that's also a good tool using that log. So um, please keep a log. That will allow you to make some controls. Once you have that log, you can start to analyze it. And you can start to say, oh, wow, I really do have a Starbucks habit. Or, wow, 
I spent quite a bit on lunches. Um, and who did I spend that lunch on? And is that lunch creating me a deeper relationship or more profitable business with that client? You know, what was that reason I spent that lunch? And then you could start analyzing how your spending is growing your profits. Remember, ROI always. And then I want you to start thinking about maybe we go on a little bit of a diet, right? Do I really need to have that? Um, is that marketing really truly returning investment on it? Is that uh, innovation going to pay off? Because if I talked about um, a few podcasts ago, there's really only two ways to um, that, that you're spending or, or um, money brings you income, and that's marketing and innovation. All the rest is supporting your marketing and innovation. So looking back at your log, you can start to analyze, did I really need that? And did it have a return on investment for me? And then start to shave off a few things that you don't need or maybe didn't have a true benefit for, but it can, it can really turn those profits around for you if you can do that. And then through that, you can start to spend smart. Smart spending is consciously thinking about what goes out. And so that smart spending, you'll be able to say, oh, if I spend this um, let, let's use, let's use, uh, Google ads, you know, is that Google ad returning investments? So that's a smart ad or that's a smart investment. If I'm throwing hundreds or thousands of dollars at my marketing and it's not returning anything, then that's not a smart investment. Maybe I just need to tweak it, tweak my message, tweak my solution, uh, understand my target. I mean, there's tons of stuff we can do, but all of that spending that we're doing has to be targeted. So spend smartly. So what can we do today, right now, this second, to start improving your spending? I've said it a couple times. You need to be conscious of what goes out and what it goes out to. And again, what's that return on that investment? The second thing that I think is really important that you can do, and living in Southern California, this is the land of pretend, and we all do it. So I want you to keep, don't keep spending on what you don't have yet. Okay, that's living beyond our means. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it today. We all do it. Here in Southern California, I joke lovingly that everybody spends big money on borrowed money, on money they don't have yet, just to keep that front up. You know, they drive leased cars, credit card watches, uh, their houses are mortgaged to the hilt. Well, we're a very expensive place to live here, so they are, but Maybe they didn't need that big of a house and they could have survived on a smaller house. So stop spending what you don't have unless that investment that you're making is going to increase your return 
later on, sooner rather than too much later on. So as a as an advisor, I constantly advise my clients to have a comfortable mortgage. Don't pay off their house uh, yet because their money is better off used someplace else. That's spending a different way. But when we're spending on our business and we're spending on ourselves and we, we borrow money to, to do something that maybe doesn't have a great return on it, it's not the best thing to do. But today, for today, you can look at what you have and maybe only spend what you have in your bank account or what you have allocated rather than borrowing someplace to, to throw it against something else. I hope that made sense. The final thing that I think you could do today is pay yourself first. Consider saving as one of your spends. So if you're looking at your budget and you're creating everything, if you put money to the side for a rainy day or as a deferred income for yourself or or some way of taking care of you first, then you'll have more money in your profits. Now granted, we need to cut a little spending somewhere to probably balance that out, but that's a strong suggestion that I think you can do today to improve your financial picture all all in all. So spending's no fun. It is fun when you're spending it, but when you're looking at it, it's no fun. I I know many of us uh, spend on debit cards and credit cards and don't think about the repercussions. I know that uh, I used to teach a a financial program uh, made famous by another gentleman with several books, and he taught everybody to... um, Spend only cash, have a little envelope system, and spend only the cash in your pocket. It makes you conscious when you do that. How often would we rather keep that 20 or $100 in our, in our wallet and, and whip out the credit card so we still have that 20 in the wallet or 100 in the wallet? You still spent the money, but you didn't feel the pain. So sometimes we need to have that reality check and start spend living on cash for a while to to help us realize truly how, how much we are spending. So thanks for listening today. I hope you found a, an idea or two to put into your business that will make you more profitable. I know spending's tough, but, you know, it is what it is, and it's, it's, it's the, the yin and yang of, of a budget and a financial plan. So next week's show is on Love What You Do. We're in February right now, and... Valentine's Day is coming up, so we're talking about some love. So speaking of love, I'd love to hear your questions, feedback, and ideas for future shows. You can reach out to me on any of my social channels, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, at Bella Financial or Marcia Reiner, and on my website, BellaFinancialGroup.com. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so you won't miss future podcasts, and please make sure I'm not the best kept secret. Share this podcast with your friends. Remember, if you follow me, I'm still offering a free 30-minute strategy session where you will walk away with at least two solid ideas that you can implement into your business right now to increase your profits. Sign up on my calendar app at calendly.com forward slash marcia-16. 
You can catch Profit with a Plan on your favorite podcast players, Podbean, iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, Stitches. Looking forward to more profitable information on next week's show. Until then, make your plans and profit with it. Thanks for listening. 